welcome, 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 welcome mm-hmm. to a new year, to a new episode. A brand new season. A brand new season of the TVNT podcast. We are back and better than ever. We really are. I'm very How excited. How you doing? I'm very excited. I'm doing great. Um... Yeah, we took a little bit of a hiatus and now we're back and like ready to get into the swing of things. Yeah, for sure. It was just a lot going on over the holidays and we assumed that you guys had a lot going on as well. Mm-hmm. So we said, let's take the break. Let's start in the new year and come different, <laughs> come better. Yeah, we're back on video on yeah. YouTube. Season two, we were like not feeling the video. We were strictly a podcast. Yeah. And- and yeah, we just wanted to get back on video and like show our faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we look cute today, but don't expect that all the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm excited for us to be like super unplugged and raw and like not care. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> I'm going to have to look a little bit cute, but like don't expect this all the time. No, definitely not. Um, But we're really excited about this new season and just to get back into the groove of talking about TV and talking about pop culture. I feel like mm-hmm. we've been on hiatus for a while and like so much has happened and i have i've just been like the world blew festering. up yeah everybody <laughs> got engaged everybody had a, a bad breakup something yeah it's just a lot <laughs> but we're back and we're here to break it down yes um so for anybody that's new that's joining us for the first time welcome mm-hmm. um i'm adriana I'm 31. We are sisters. We live in Miami, Florida. Miami. And we started this podcast because we love TV and we talk about TV shows together all the time. And we just wanted to bring our conversations to the internet and to the world. So broader audience. This is my younger sister. Introduce Cece. yourself. It's just Cece. Cece. <laughs> Selena. Yeah. Hey, guys. I am the other half of the TVNT podcast, and I'm so excited to get into it with you guys. Yes. Go back and watch our other episodes if you haven't yet. We're we're quite lovely. We are quite <laughs> lovely and very entertaining, I would think. Um, it's so funny. One of my best friends uh, was listening and catching up on some episodes, and she was like, when did this happen? When did that happen? Like, we yeah. talk about things that not even our friends know. So mm-hmm. you're getting the inside scoops, the, all the juicy bits, and just, like, the inside track to how we think and what we think of, like, this world and everything that's going on in it. Yeah. Sometimes we have some exclusives, some juicy little bits. I like to think of myself as an entertainment journalist. <laughs> stretching it but i did go to journalism school so true we'll true give you all the facts true things true things um so yeah let's get into it we like to start off the show with sharing a quote from a tv show or a movie that we love have watched whatever or just um, that we relate to just like sums up the week the that's, month. that's the vibe yeah just gives you our mood and where <laughs> our head's at so let's get into it cc kick us off okay. first first mood of the of the of the year Hit okay it. so my quote comes from girls on hbo which i started watching over the break so good Um, and it's from Hannah and it reads, I have work, then a dinner thing, and then I am busy trying to become who I am. And that is just how I felt over the break and for the past uh, 
couple of months because I want to be a brand new bitch for 2022. (laughs) I just want to come different and be new. Like, I want to change my style. I want to change my Instagram. I want to be just brand new. I'm busy becoming who I am. I like that. That's definitely my vibe, too. So I feel that on every level. Um, But I like it. I feel it. Thanks. What about you? So my quote comes from Will and Grace and my favorite, Karen Walker. She says, nobody matters but me. (laughs) And that's how I feel. I feel like 2022 was my year. It's feeling like me season. And I love that. You know what I'm thinking about, though? Last night when I was telling you my story and you said the narcissism jumped out. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) This is definitely one of those moments. Mm -hmm. I just feel like if it's not what I really want to do, I'm not spending my time. I'm not spending my money. I'm not investing in it. I just I feel like for a long time, I've felt like I do things to like placate people's feelings because mm-hmm. I don't want to come off as a bitch. But I'm just like so over it. Like, I'm just yeah. like, it's my time now. And if you don't fit into that, well, I'm so sorry. But like, <laughs> catch you on the flip side. Love that for you. Yeah. So that's where <laughs> I'm at. <laughs> my best friend and I have this joke where like the white heart emoji is passive aggressive. So I Ooh. think your energy for the year is going to be no white heart. Love that. Right? Yeah. Isn't that like cute? No heart. Yeah. The, I've never used the white heart. I don't think. <laughs> we use it as like a passive aggressive sarcastic emoji. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't invoke any sort of emotion. Yeah. White like, heart. Mm. Okay. Okay. I like it. I feel it. I dig it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's get into the show. Let's get into it. Um, The show that we are going to be talking about today for our TV segment is Married at First Sight because, (laughs) duh, of course. Because we are a Married at First Sight podcast at this point. Basically. (laughs) um, One of our favorite shows, we've been watching it since season one started on TV. Yeah. And we're here to recap the new season and what's going on so far. And I'm just so excited. At first... I was like, another season. I was like feeling burnt out in December from like TV. So I Mm -hmm. took a little break for like the first half of January. I didn't watch any TV for like two weeks. Um, And then I got back into it and I was like, this is why I love this show. (laughs) You literally said, I don't think I'm going to watch this season. And I was like, no, you have to watch it. What are you talking about? I know. I just like wasn't feeling it in my head. But as soon as I started watching it, I was like, yes, give it to me. (laughs) And a little inside scoopy scoopy. So the past two episodes have been the honeymoon. And I work at a PR firm Mm -hmm. that actually organized their honeymoon. They're staying at one of our clients hotel so little shout out you see i do have scoops you do have cc always has <laughs> the dirt she knows people that knows people and yeah yeah um so let's get into this season we've got five new couples they're in boston i'm just looking at the cast and let's start mark and Lindsay. mark the shark mark the shark mts <laughs> mark the shark and Lindsay. they okay from the matrimony making ceremony, I was like, this could work. They both have cats. They both have big personalities. Very big personalities. Yeah. And honestly, I think Mark is my favorite guy on the show. Absolutely. I love him. He's so sweet. He takes care of his mom that suffers from depression yeah. and is in a rehab facility. Um, and I think he's just such a sweet, genuine guy. 
loves his family and really just wants to be married and take care of his wife. I agree. Like he just seems like a stand up guy, really solid, just wants to have like someone to love, someone to take care of and someone to hold him down in the process. I Mm -hmm. feel like he is the primary caretaker for a lot of people in his life. And he says that that that's kind of the role he takes on in his previous relationships. And I just feel like he also needs to have some nurturing as well. And he needs a woman that's going to be there for him as much as he's there for people. Yeah, some nurturing and some fun because he's also a very disciplined guy. Yes. He owns, well, I don't think he owns them. I think he manages them, um, but a bunch of gyms in that area. Mm -hmm. And he says that he wakes up every morning, five in the morning, goes to the gym, works all day. He's like a very regimented guy. And Lindsay is so... But he's also really fun. Yeah, like, his friends love him. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can tell that they have a lot of fun together as well. They're all cool people. Mm -hmm. But um, I think Lindsay and, like, uh, her crazy self is going to bring more out of him. They're going to travel together. They're going to... She's going to bring more fun into his life. Yeah, I think she is very dynamic she's um she's well traveled she has a great job established career she really knows herself Mm -hmm. and um i think she does a really good job of communicating who she is even if that for some people is overwhelming we see that she kind of has some clashes so far on the honeymoon Mm -hmm. and we know that she is like balls to the wall like (laughs) i like she's drinking she's loud she's She's a a little little obnoxious yeah um, but I don't think it's like mean spirited. No. Um, she means well. Yes. And I can always get behind people that mean well, even if it doesn't always come across great. Yeah. I think if s- some people are just on 10 mm-hmm. and that that doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Yeah. And I love um, like I think this has been circling around on TikTok for a while. But if I'm too much, go find less. Right. And I think that's totally Lindsay. She's too much, but she is who she is. <laughs> and she like claims it. Go find less if you don't like it. Right. Um. Totally agree. I think they have a like they have all the makings of a good relationship. But at this point we're already on the second episode of the honeymoons and they're having their first big fight Mm -hmm. and they're the first people to consummate their marriage Mm. and so we always say like you gotta wait like even if you have sex on the honeymoon like like last day of the honeymoon last day of the honeymoon like don't do it the first night when you're swept up in the 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 emotions of the moment um i agree so i think that and he's kind of like now trying to like temper things off like let's just take things slow and like really enjoy ourselves and really get to know each other and she's just like well you've already slept with me and you've already gone full speed so like if we're gonna pull back like i'm shutting down kind of thing yeah and that's kind of the issues they're starting to have so that could create some really big fractures for them in the future But I do think they're, I think they have the makings of a couple that's going to make it. Yeah, no, I agree. My, my first thought is that they're going to make it and they're going to work it out. He just has to continue to be open. And I feel like when relationships start really intense and then you realize it, you have to lean in because if you try to slow down, it's not going to work. So lean into it. Things will settle out. Don't be scared, Mark, and you'll be fine. Yeah, people get really, like, people clam up. Yeah. If you, on the other end of, like, 
this like open, free, like extra moment start to like shut down. Like it just, it's such a slap in the, it's like a punch in the gut when Mm -hmm. people do that. Um, Yeah. So the next couple, Steve and Noy. Steve and Noy. Steve is unemployed. (laughs) That's all I have to say about that. Okay. So when I first saw this couple, I felt like Steve looked familiar and uh, after doing some <laughs> some digging, um, turns out like uh, in the pandemic, he got laid off and he started traveling the East Coast like van life. And I'm pretty sure he was posting about it. And that's how like I recognized his face. Mm. But yeah, he doesn't have a job. <laughs> he doesn't have a job. He freelances, I think, to like make ends meet. Okay, at this but point. Here's, here's my thing. Because he used to be in sales, uh-huh. software sales. How do you freelance sales? I have no I'm idea. I'm very confused. His situation does not make sense. It really doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah, like, just say you were collecting unemployment. <laughs> yeah, please. What do you mean freelance? Right. I mean, unless he's got some, like, skill that we don't know about, like, he does marketing or that's what i think when i think freelance like okay you know how to code or you're yeah you're building websites or you're something like you're managing that. someone's social media yeah you're selling freelance. some ads on instagram like you're doing something i i would think i don't know what else kind of freelance work unless he's doing like i don't know like i, I just don't know yeah it doesn't make sense um um and he's old too. I didn't realize this initially. Really? But he's 38. Oh lord. And I just feel like the age to be unemployed is not 30 to 20. <laughs> okay. Mm, I feel so many ways about this. <laughs> I feel like during the pandemic, it really made people like sit back and realize like what am i doing what is my life where have i been what have i accomplished and i understand like you have this opportunity where you're stuck in the house you're not doing anything and you take the opportunity to go explore to reconnect with yourself to figure out something new about yourself to just to find just to do something different i totally understand that but I don't understand the mindset of a man who wants to be married to a woman that goes from traveling the country in his car to (laughs) wanting to be married. Like, there is nothing that says stable, consistent, reliable, security, secure about his situation. And I don't know how he can possibly think that a woman that he doesn't know and hasn't established that sort of lifestyle with is going to want to jump into that and Mm -hmm. be as freewheeling as he wants to be clearly yeah so many so many (laughs) thoughts coming to mind okay so first of all in the b-roll as well it showed him traveling the country in his car not a van i use the term van life loosely because he was in his sedan number one number two When she brought it up to him after her brunch with his parents, she was like, you know, if we're talking about having a family and you want to have kids in two years, how do you plan to provide for me and our future child? And he was like, 
we would have to discuss what type of life we want to have and go from there. And it's like, I don't like that answer. I didn't like that either. you're going to get a goddamn job. I didn't like that either. Yeah. I was like, that's not an answer, sir. Yeah, absolutely not. Like, he's of the age where he should have a plan. And listen, he got laid off in 2020. The pandemic started in March 2020. (laughs) This show is being filmed late 2021. Right. It's been over a year and you still don't have a job yeah it's just like how long well he said that he was driving around for like five months or six months okay and what about the other six (laughs) right so it's just like what's the timeline here like i don't understand where like how long is this lasting and like okay if you want to live this life are you going to get a remote job? Like, are you like, what are, what's the plan here, sir? I just don't understand how you go from like, I want to like travel the country, like, and, and live out of my car essentially to let me get married. Yeah. Like, where's the leap? Like, it's just, they're so polar opposite. Mm-hmm. It's like, the guy that lives in the club and is like, I'm looking for my wife. It's like, no, no, you're not <laughs> because you still want to keep, living that lifestyle and that's my biggest question for him is he over the nomadic life is he ready to settle down or was he hoping that noi was gonna be with the with With the the shits shits. (laughs) basically (laughs) and i don't think he is because i think in the preview for next week or in last week's episode he said oh, like, let's go do this. And she was like, I'm not into that. (laughs) And he was like, you know, I really am looking for somebody that's going to be adventurous with me. And I was like, oh, here he comes with the bullshit. Like that little clip or whatever he said, she was she was just like, oh, I'm not really into that. And he was just like, I want somebody that's like gonna be on this adventure of life with me. And I was just like, sir, that does not sound like the house with the, with the white picket fence and the two kids in the playground in the background in yeah. the backyard mm-hmm. and here's my thing i think the experts matched them because noi also loves to travel she talked about um her single life and she dated a man in i think mexico she's uh, dated people in europe she traveled for love that was a lot of oh, her yeah. story and she she <sighs> did live that life when she was young so i think they could relate in that sense but it seems like she's over it and she wants to have kids and she wants to settle down yeah so i i don't think they may be on the same page and from the trailers i see a couple of arguments from them so i mean my guess is they're not gonna stay together how did you feel about how she was like i'm falling in love with you and he was like it's been three days Oh my god, wait. I I didn't watch the most recent episode. Was that a trailer or did that happen? No, that happened. She was having an interview with with the producers and she was like, you know, like, things are going so great. I'm just like really like loving him right now. She's like, I can feel myself like falling in love. And then she walked over to him after the interview was done and she like spilled that. (laughs) She was like, yeah, you know, we were just talking about our feelings and blah, blah, blah. And I I really think I'm like falling in love with you. And he was like, oh, (laughs) that opens a whole other can of worms. And he was like, and she was like, (laughs) kind of looking at him like, so you're not falling in love with me. And he was just like, well, that's lovely, but it's only been three days. It's only been three days. And he was like, you know, like we are, I I like you and things are good and I I could see us maybe getting there, but I can't say that I am on that 
path even because it's been three days. And I was just like, yeah, sis, like you, that's a thought that you needed to think you in your head and not to yourself. Yeah. yeah. And that's... even Lindsay, she was Lindsay like. Lindsay said she was falling in love too, right? But she never said it to him. Oh, so okay. Noe goes to her, oh, did you tell him? And she goes, no, girl, that's a secret <laughs> that I'm going to keep to myself for a while. And she just like was quiet. And it was just like, girl, like, no, you don't tell, yeah. you just don't. She's a little. She's a lot. So I could see that he might also start to get overwhelmed. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see. Falling in love. I mean, I could understand having a crush. Like, you really like that person. Yeah. And you could really, really like them. Be a little bit like, oh, my God, giddy. Like a little girl, but not... I'm falling in love. And say it. Like, even if you think it or you go tell your mom, like, you don't say it. No, Text your best friend that. (laughs) Interesting. Um, I need to go watch. Yes. The next couple is Jasmina and Michael. I like Jasmina. Do you? Sort of. I want to like her. I think she's beautiful. I think she's got her shit together. She's be- gorgeous. Um, I just feel like from the wedding, she's very apprehensive. Like, I never understand the people that come on this show and then they're so like... like you're in this like jump in two feet in Mm -hmm. 10 toes down like just do it yeah so she seems like way too apprehensive i feel like she's got some hang-ups that we might not have seen in the matchmaking special yeah and they're starting to show now that the wedding's over and they're on the honeymoon and getting into like real conversations i think she has trust issues yeah and i don't think she has a lot of relationship experience because remember when she was at brunch with his sisters and she said all of my relationships have been long distance Distance. oh yeah yeah and i'm pretty sure in the matchmaking special she said that she's been cheated on so i don't know if this was good for somebody like her because to go headfirst into a marriage you need to know how a relationship works and like she's never even been in uh i mean i guess long distance relationships can be serious but like how serious could it have really been i know you live on the phone exactly so i think that's a little bit of that's definitely a red flag long long distance relationships are not they're real (laughs) but they are not (laughs) they're not the same unpopular opinion and this happens a lot on this show but like i long distance relationships don't count i i kind of agree like i've been in long distance relationships and i'm just like that you live on the phone and every time you see them of course you're happy you're either really happy or really sad when you see them yeah because it's like i miss you so much here i am again like i know i'm just gonna be leaving in four days Mm -hmm. and you just never get out of that feeling of being on a high or a low like for me yeah, every time you see each other, it's like vacation. Vacation. You're going places. You're doing things. Mm-hmm. You're never just like in the house, like on your period exactly. upset. <laughs> like- exactly. And and if you've ever had like a <laughs> summer or vacation romance, you know that it's not the same once real life starts. No. School, at all. School begins and it's like, oof, what? This is oof, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Michael, he's a trainer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And he has, like, a crazy schedule. He's up at, like, 4 a.m. at work at 5 to meet with clients. He's kind of splits his days. 
No, that's Mark. Mark's the one that splits his days. Oh, I really like that Mark. I don't know if you saw this part, but he was like, yeah, I'm changing my schedule. I changed my schedule like two months oh, ago yes. so because I know I wanted to get married and I knew that if I was going to have a wife, I wasn't going to be able to keep my life the same. Like, a man, a man, a man, period. <laughs> a man. That's the energy that we want from these these couples right like uh, be in it be in it and that's what a marriage is you guys are living your life together and if your life is not conducive to the other person somebody has to give right you're not living life with that person at that yeah. point so michael has a crazy schedule and jasmina when she heard that she was just like mm, like where do i fit in and yeah. that's a totally totally valid totally valid concern his sisters were like you know he can be um pessimistic yeah and she is stuck on that i hate people like that though i have to admit like when somebody is a debbie downer they just think the worst of every situation i just think oh lighten up oh so do i i, I can't stand it mm-hmm. um but i don't think it does any good to dwell on something that hasn't happened yet you're three oh, days in he's still so happy like why are you stuck on something that somebody said like it's almost like you're like creating a self-fulfilling prophecy when you're like stuck on something that you haven't even seen the person exhibit yeah you're looking for a problem right mm-hmm. and i feel like sometimes although the people in your life know you really well and know you the best like uh, that that doesn't mean that every small bad trait that they've exhibited to you are gonna manifest the same in another relationship yeah. especially a romantic relationship very different yeah yeah, I completely mm-hmm. agree. So, like, the red flags from the friends, I don't necessarily like those. Me either. And it annoys me when the when the women or the men in those relationships, like, take those to heart and they're super anxious about it. So, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And then they get into a fight in the latest episode and he... The way he came at her, she said that it was aggressive and she, did, and she felt disrespected. And he was just like, I just... I want you to be able to apologize to me in a real way for the slight that I felt. And she's just like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Oh, my And he was God. like, that's not an apology. She's no. like, you want me to apologize in the way that you want me to apologize? And I'm not doing that. And I was oh, just like, no. sis, that's not an apology, though. Like, I would rather. I hate apologies. OK, unpopular opinion. <laughs> unpopular I opinion. hate apologies. I hate apologizing. I don't. I think they're so disingenuous because most of the time she's right. She's not sorry for what she said. She's sorry for how it made him feel. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry you feel that way is usually what people are saying when they apologize. They're just placating your feelings. Yeah. So to me, the best apology is I'm never going to put you in this situation again. I understand. I think like I understand. I feel bad for putting you, making you feel this way. I'm going to do better to fix this in the future. And if we never have this come up again, great. Yeah. That to me is like the best form of an apology. Don't say sorry. Show me you're sorry. But sis, that's not an apology. Like, don't even say it if that's what you're going to say. Don't even say it. Yeah. I, we've been talking about this a lot recently, but I feel like you have to respect people's feelings and you have to respect people's hurt. If somebody's telling you that they're hurt, how are you going to tell them no? Right. Like, th- those are their feelings and you have to be mindful of that. So a sincere apology in that situation would have been, you know, I didn't mean to hurt you. Yeah. That wasn't my intention with what I said. 
now I know how to deal with this going forward. Yeah. I can put that in place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Child, they got some issues. They'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, I don't know about them. What's your prediction? I don't think they're going to stay together. You think? I don't think so. I think they're getting divorced. I'm kind of 50-50 with them because I feel like they could be one of those couples that zoom by undetected. Like, you know, those couples that are just kind of blasé, but they Uh make it work. I feel like they could go that route or they could just be on totally different pages. They kind of remind me of... Do you... What season was that? Do you remember the black girl and... And the tall, younger guy. Tall, younger guy. He was younger than her, and he was kind of, like, heavy set, bald, and his best friend was also on that season. Oh, no. That's, no? That wasn't oh. who I was thinking about, but yes. Yeah. That, that. kind of... Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they were, like, kind of, uh, at first, and they never really, like, sparked, and they were never cute, but they, like, made it through, and they're still together. Like a blase couple. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't who I was thinking of, but... That works. I just, I don't know. I don't see it. I feel like she is just going to be stuck on the negativity and he's going to fall into that as well. And they're never going to really be able to come out of that. Okay. Next couple, Katina and Olajuwon. (laughs) This is kind of like my secret favorite couple just secret favorite not because they're great but because Mm -hmm. he's such a fucking mess (laughs) yeah he's all over the place but like loki so is she yeah like they're (laughs) just (laughs) you know what they remind me of they're like the couple that meet at the club and they're constantly thinking the other one is cheating on each other yeah they're just they're like a little bit toxic they're a lot (laughs) they're really a lot yeah katina beautiful so cool love her so much olajuwon he's a trainer he's pretty hot like he's a hot guy i hate his hair i wish he would go bald like i think he would look so much better yes bald with a beard that's his new look he needs to revamp. He, he needs, needs to come that. back like how Jill came back for the reunion. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Gil. Gil had the biggest Marina Forsyth glow up. Oh, my God. When he came back for the reunion, I was like, yes, baby. Show her. Um, But, yeah, he is a self-proclaimed former playboy. So former playboy. He, he was a hoe, and he makes – I feel like he keeps – even though he's like, I don't want my past to define me, he keeps talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody would know about your past if you just shut the fuck up. But he just keeps... Nom, 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 nom. Yep. And I'm just like, sir, like, that's not the vibe. But in the same breath, she is also a self-proclaimed former party girl. So that's why I immediately go to that that couple that met in the club and are mm. trying to be different now and be serious and they just like can't let go of who they are and the thing I feel about like party girl and and like playboys is that party girls even when they're partying, like, they still want a boyfriend. Yes. They're in the club and they may be, like, hooking up with different guys and at this one's table and then this one's yacht or whatever, whatever. Like, if they met a guy they liked enough, they would they would settle down. Yeah. Like, they would, they'd be like, this is my boyfriend. <laughs> We're in the club. Like, you know, they're dating the promoter. Mm-hmm. You know? 
party guys, they're like on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. Like there's nothing, there's nothing that satisfies them. And so I feel like in some sense, yeah, sure. But like not really. Mm-hmm. They're not really the same in that sense to me. Yeah, I understand. Um, And then he has ADD or ADHD. And I feel like that really comes across because he's very energetic. He, like, can't sit still in a chair. Literally, when he was at brunch with her family, he could not sit still in his chair. Yeah. So I don't know if that's going to be an issue for them as well. Because somebody that's high energy, you either have to match that or be okay with it. Okay with it. So... He also talks a lot and he like makes these like grand statements Mm -hmm. about like his wife and his life and and it's just like a lot. Yeah. He's a little obnoxious. And he's a little immature as well. Another example of why you need to have relationship experience to be (laughs) successful in this process because he's here like, I want my wife and I picture my wife to like cook every day for me and I come home and there's a meal and it's just like that's a little unrealistic in today's world like yeah. it just you might find that but mm-hmm. it's not everywhere exactly and i mean to each their own but you know a woman that's working a woman that has her own life she's not going to be able to cook for you every day and it sounds like you kind of want somebody that has their own life as well since you work so much and have so much yeah. going on yeah he's the one that also has Not a crazy schedule, but is very busy. Yeah, those trainers have, like, very... They're, like, in the gym at 6, and they're training at 8 at night. It's, like, a whole day on the weekend type life. Mm -hmm. Um, So they get into a fight with Mark and Lindsay. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen it yet, but you told me about it. So they're on... They're getting to the um, honeymoon, and... Lindsay says something to them and they're just like going back and forth and it gets a little heated. Mm -hmm. So Lindsay's like, I'm going to fight that guy. And so, of course, Olajuwon and Katina are like, girl, like, don't fucking talk to us. Worry about your man. Worry about what you got going on. That kind of thing. So it gets heated. um, And she just, Katina cannot get over it. Like, she is like... Not fucking with Lindsay at all. Like she try, she apologizes. Mark apologizes, and she's just like, I'm not fucking with her. Like she like goes off on her one day. I don't. Know. I just felt like she like held on to the fight so like for so long. Yeah. And I just we never really saw the full. Ex- we didn't see the fight, but I was just like, it couldn't have been that serious. Like if Mark and Elajuan were able to like immediately be like. Bro, I'm sorry. Da, 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 da. I apologize. I apologize. Like, I just felt like, what's her beef? So yeah. to me, I'm just like, okay, is she unreasonable? I don't know yet. We'll see what happens. I guess we'll see. Yeah, but I wasn't surprised that Lindsay got into a fight with them. Oh, me either. She's got a mouth. She's just a lot. She's yeah. on 15. I like her, though. <laughs> so do I. Um, And yeah, that's it for them oh and like at the end of the last episode it looks like they're about to have sex like she's like i'm falling in love he's like giving her a foot rub and like she's just like this is what i've always wanted Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i'm just so happy and grateful for my husband i'm like bitch you are getting it on tonight and 
Yeah. What's your prediction? I think that if she is reasonable, they'll stay together. Like, she will be the one to keep this relationship going. He's, like, very much obsessed with her though he's he's not gonna leave her that's why i'm saying the relationship depends on her he's obsessed he he deleted his instagram he was like i deleted my instagram for you because you're my wife and you're all i need i just feel like that's really unhealthy like that's such an extreme that's just like no i need to get rid of instagram like what you doing on instagram my guy men don't need social media unpopular (laughs) opinion like uh, if a man has too many followers on Instagram, that's an ick for me. Like, who are these people? You need a hundred <laughs> followers max. <laughs> I agree, but I just feel like, have you no self-control? Because it's like, to me, it's like, if, let's say you have a boys' night or you go on a guy's trip, it's like, what, what are you liable to do if you have to construct yourself so severely? On an everyday basis. I don't think it's like not a self-control thing. I think it's just a nice gesture because a lot of men do see Instagram as just like a dating platform. They look at Mm. women, other women look at them constantly and like the option is always available. You know what I mean? True. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was a little dramatic, but it was nice, I guess. Mm -hmm. I think that was a nice gesture if he was saying you're my wife you're the only woman i care about i don't want to see a random girl on my explore page making me think about somebody else like i just want to look at you i think that's nice yeah it is we'll see (laughs) and the last couple Alyssa and chris hot ass mess Ay, Dios. Pobre, this is, pobre. This couple, <laughs> this couple reminds me of the nurse and that one guy. Remember the nurse with the black hair that she never liked him and then the guy ended up getting a spinoff? He was a redhead. Oh, yeah, she in never, Texas. In Texas, she never liked him, never wanted to be with him. D- wasn't attracted to him, but didn't even give it a chance. This reminds me of the Instagram trainer and the oh. bow- and the ice skater. Yes. <laughs> like, she, like, from the get-go, just, like, not feeling it. Not feeling him, yeah. Um, I really feel bad for him because I think he's a good guy. So do I. And I feel like uh, the experts need to be a little bit more careful because it kind of just seems like she's very superficial. Yes. And in the latest episode, she's like, you know, I went to a psychic and she told me that my soulmate is going to have really pretty eyes and an eagle tattoo and be like this and this and that. And so she's like stuck on those kinds of things. And she hasn't really allowed herself to get to know him or spend any time with them. They have she didn't stay in they didn't stay in the same hotel room the night of the wedding. She was like crying um and she says that she hates him she's like i can't stand him i'm not attracted to him i think it's the attraction for her i think it's definitely the attraction and then she i think she doesn't want to be superficial and she doesn't want people to see her that way so she's making excuses and she's looking for things to justify her actions yeah like when she was saying oh his friend said that he's not gonna have time for me and that he's condescending and this and this and that it's like girl you just don't like him and you're not attracted stop coming up pulling up 
pulling these things out of your ass basically yeah completely agree and it just keeps getting worse like i just feel so bad for him like he's been subjected to this awful honeymoon where he keeps trying to like just do an activity with her so they can just like you know talk and spend some time together and like share an activity and she's just like absolutely not she's just like not into it so rude she's crying to the producers it's just awful like i feel really bad for him I mean, he's he's good, though, and he's better than me. Because if somebody was treating me like that... I would have been out. I would have been like, you've got to put me on the next yeah. plane, Mr. Producer. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm not tolerating this. She can go, go. fuck herself. She can go. He's really holding on to hope. And then the next episode you see in the preview, he's like, are you just completely done? And she's just like, you're trying to make me look bad. She's, like, stuck on, like, the weirdest things. Like... I would have told her two <laughs> unkind words and been on the next flight. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> like, you would have gotten two BCs from mm-hmm. me and I would have booked a flight, put that on my credit card and been out. I've been like, I don't care what production got to do. Like, I'm yeah. leaving. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a very prideful person and... You're not if, about to embarrass no, me like this. If you don't want to be with me, fine. Go. And he's a very... He seems like a very successful man. He's a real estate agent, like mm-hmm. multi-million dollar real estate agent. And I think that he could easily find somebody that wants to be with him. He says he just hasn't found the right one. Whatever. But he's also like a serious... He's like a serial dater. He's been in like a lot of really like long-term relationships. And then like six months in, he's like, oh. I don't like you. Right. Which I don't understand how that happens. But anyway, I don't either. He he can find somebody else and he'll be fine. This process didn't work for him. It wasn't meant to be. It really wasn't. And I feel sorry for him, but that's the expert's fault. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the experts have been fucking up lately. They 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 have to meet a quota, and I think that messes with them. Like I don't think like they she in all of her like packages is talking about she needs straight teeth she wants to be with somebody that she's really attracted to he's not a very good looking guy like he's he's an average looking guy he's not extremely fit but i would argue that she's an average looking girl completely but you know you have to be mindful of what people want so i understand why she's upset yeah i just wonder if she like emphasized that in the matchmaking process that like physical attraction is that important to her because clearly it is yeah these people they come on the show and they like they only say half of what they want and it's like that's not a recipe for success yeah i mean if it was that important to her she should have told the experts look this is my type or these are the type of men that i am attracted to if you don't have somebody like that for me you're wasting my time and you're wasting his time right Simple as that, but I guess people just want to get mad. She want to get on the show, whatever. Well, now she looks like an asshole. Yeah. Um, she's so the villain this season. She, they're breaking up. <laughs> she's the villain. They're breaking up. I don't think they're going to make it into that apartment. Oh, no. They're she's not moving never, in. She's never going to live there. No. Um. So, yeah, that's the season. Those are the couples. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But I'm very excited for the season because it looks spicy. It looks really Everybody's good. Everybody's fighting. The previews look very spicy. I'm the just previews look lit. Very excited. 
Um, what else have you been watching since we've taken such a break? Yeah, I've just been watching Girls. Um, right now I'm on season five and I kind of stopped because two people started dating that I don't like them together. So I was like, I can't watch this. Um, but I'll get back and finish it. And then we watched, oh, we watched Don't Look Up. Yes. So good. My baby, Timmy, (laughs) Timothy Chalamet, love him. Um, I watched The French Dispatch, which is also a Timmy movie. Mm. It's like a a cute little film um, telling little stories about this small town in France. And it's based off of a newspaper from the 1950s. So it's just like cute little stories. Um, Very nice, very French. And okay. then what else did I watch? I think that was it. You know, the usuals. Say us to the dress. Um, <laughs> oh, I've been watching a little bit of Too Hot to Handle, which the new season sucks and the people are not cute. That show is not good. It wasn't good yeah. the first season. It's not going to be good this one. I think it was good in quarantine. And season one was good just because of the people. Like, Harry Jowsey is hilarious. I think this, yes. I <laughs> think Harry. the cast of season one was good. And the concept was fresh. But yes. it's like, there's only so much you can do with this concept. Like, yeah. it's it's got a shelf life. It's done. For sure. Like, they can't keep making that show. I mean, they can, but they're wasting their time. Yeah, I think they need to let that one go. And then, oh, I've been watching Euphoria. Euphoria. I'm going to actually really get into it this point at this point because I can't escape it. Mm-hmm. And I've now that I've started to watch the episodes of this season with you and Marcy, um I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'll just get into it. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't like shows with heavy drug use and that's why I couldn't get into the first season. It's hard because the show is really dark and I would argue that see okay so initially I thought season one was a little bit darker but now season two is taking a real turn um and it is a little bit of a hard watch just because these characters are supposed to be teenagers and you don't want to think of kids going through that especially as an adult um but I like it so far I think it's really entertaining entertaining um the cinematography is beautiful yeah like the concept and uh, all of the the narration it's like a fun show to watch um but yeah it's good this season and then i still stand by my point of it's really uncomfortable to watch these kids explicitly have sex but i mean completely agree completely agree um it's giving it's giving pedophile um just a little bit and you know what's funny so i was thinking about this the other day and drake is attached to this show he's an executive producer and mm-hmm. i just think back to like his weird relationship with millie bobby brown mm-hmm. and i'm just like hmm, this is giving a little bit of pedophile, but i'll let it go yeah i i still i don't understand the concept of like the actors are adults so i'm gonna think of this as as an adult show it's like the characters are are supposed to be like 16 yeah and it's like why are we i i say it like this when you're watching porn 
And, like, it's a rule in the porn industry that, like, even if the girl is young, you have to make it seem on camera like she's 18. She has to say, oh, yeah, I'm 18. Like, something along those lines because it is illegal for somebody to play, like, somebody that's underage in a porn film and it be, like, explicit. Well, the thing is, like, they have to be 18. Like, the girls, like, unless... If you're you're making a porn movie with somebody that's under 18, you're now creating child pornography and that's a crime. So everybody that's doing porn is an adult. And even if like the titles or the theme of the show is like stepdaughter this, young teenager that, we know like at the end of it, like they are adults, but it is really fucking weird if that's your kink that it's like this young girl in this explicit situation i think that's what it is let's not kink shame but i'm just saying like it is illegal in porn to make it seem and say that that person is underage so why is it okay on a show like euphoria on hbo for them to be explicitly 16 17 and you're showing them in these explicit situations yeah if you can't do that in porn it just seems a little strange that they're getting through that loophole yeah i i think so too i just think it's like mm, yeah like why are we seeing this Mm -hmm. It, it just doesn't it doesn't sit right with me and i don't think we need to explicitly see teenage characters in explicit scenes to have like meaningful dialogue and conversations around teenage sexuality yeah and their their like growth and exploration in that like it can cut off before we see Mm -hmm. someone's dick make it (laughs) make it like a pg-13 show and have the making out show the shirt come off and boom cut yeah like i don't know i don't think we needed to see cassie take back shots in the bathroom absolutely i just i just i don't yeah um but it is it is a very interesting show and it is beautiful it it is a beautifully shot and the and the and the cast is really interesting to look at like they are like very everyone's so good looking and so interesting looking like zendaya is gorgeous alexa demi obsessed sydney sweeney yes and even jules and nay they're just like so dynamic to watch on screen what's the girl's name the um maddie's friend that's like a little bigger Oh, I don't know her name, but she's beautiful as she's well. She's gorgeous. <laughs> I love her face. Like, I just think she's just so interesting looking. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, I just think... The, and and then um, Fezco? Yes. Like, I love him. And the little kid? The little boy is everything. No, he's my favorite <laughs> character. And uh, I'm going to try to find this video and share on our Instagram story. I stalked his Instagram. Guys, he's like this world champion fighter. He's just, he comes from, like, a boxing family. Yes. Like, his entire family's into that world. Mm-hmm. I just, like, he's so adorable. Yeah, he's an elite athlete on track to go to the Olympics for either boxing or gymnastics. That's how good he is, and that's how he spends his day. And his side job is to be a star on Euphoria. Yeah. I just think that is amazing, and I love that little kid. Yeah, I think he's great, too. And yeah. he's, like, so adorable. Mm-hmm. Like, what a cutie. Love and him. I just love I love how, like, he's so no-nonsense. When he pulled up the, the shotgun on a homeboy's dad, I was like, 
Yes. Yeah, I'm obsessed with him. I'll try to find um that video where he's talking about his story and share it on our Instagram. But yeah, the the show is really good, and we have our issues with it. But you know, if we're gonna keep watching it is what it is um so over the break i again i took a break from tv so i didn't watch that much stuff but i watched the janet jackson documentary so amazing like oh my god i enjoyed it so much just the way she spoke about her life and just really was really raw and she just opened up about everything like her, the struggles within her family and i haven't finished all of it so um I've still got, I think, one more episode to watch, Um, but it's just really good so far. Like, I'm just, I just, it was so well done. It's amazing. Um, Also, I watched the Playboy documentary. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. The Secrets of Playboy. It's a four-part documentary, and it just talks about the years and different issues that surrounded Playboy and the Playboy Mansion and Hugh Hefner, and it is so fucking interesting like you think you know but you don't there is one of the main people that they are interviewing is this woman that grew up in the playboy mansion her father was hugh hefner's very good friend and personal doctor Mm. and when her parents split up when she was like seven years old the father took her and moved her into the mansion with him and so she grew up in the playboy mansion from eight years old to i guess like 19 when she left and her like you she thought of Hef as like a father and an uncle and kind of like a grandpa like this all-in-one kind of encompassing father figure mentor type of person and you know she got to just live life in the mansion around all the girls around Hef like spending holidays there you know having the drivers take her to school and the chefs make her dinner and all that stuff and She's like, you know, as I got older, then I was able to, like, go to more of the events, spend more time with, like, the older girls that were there. And she ends up having, she talks about a period when she was 15 years old. She, like, became obsessed with one of Hef's girlfriends at the time. And they started to have an affair. They had a relationship. The woman was like, I don't know what the woman's age was. She never says it. I'm Mm. dying to know. Um... But she was 15 at the time, and they had this relationship for many years. And when she was 17, one night, Hef, um, everybody in the house knew about it. Everybody knew that they had this relationship. And one night, she Hef calls her into his bedroom, and the girl is in the girlfriend is in there, and they are like just like talking. There's music on or whatever, and he orders them some drinks and the girlfriend is super uncomfortable and she rounds into the bathroom crying. And he was like, you can go. Like, it's fine. Like, nothing's going to happen. So basically, Hef was going to have a A threesome threesome with this 17-year-old girl and his girlfriend after having raised her for the past nine years in his home. Oh, my God. That is so sick. And I'm just like... (laughs) Like... Men are so disgusting. It doesn't matter, like, what you do, how cutting edge. Like, so, like there's something that some of... There's some of them are just so perverse. And 
disgusting that like it doesn't matter how good they can be on one hand like they are just really awful on the other yeah so that's just one story and one example that they talk about and there's a whole episode about like deaths that happen like overdoses that they covered up um bodies that they got rid of like all this crazy shit that went down in the house at the playboy at the the bunny houses that they had in like chicago yeah it's a really well done really like just so good they they in they interviewed a lot of his girlfriends a lot of former playmates people that worked for him um just it's just so good so 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 good i cannot recommend it enough and i've always like loved playboy and just like the legacy of the magazine and i just love how they shot the women and i just think it's it was cutting edge it was the magazine in itself and i i I would never take away from that but it's like the man and the art who baby Mm -hmm. did you ever listen to holly madison's interview on call her daddy no she's in it okay so that interview was amazing and she exposes uh, everything i guess kind of along the same lines of the documentary just Mm -hmm. like of all the shit that went on behind closed doors and the things that she didn't like Uh and that was a big thing Uh, apparently like when hugh invites you into the room that's all that means like they're gonna we're gonna have sex yeah, so yeah. when you said invited the little girl into the room, I was like, oh, no. No. Yes. Uh, and she says that nothing happened. Um, I don't know. She never says, like, if anything ever happened between them. But that was, she just, she was just like, that was kind of like where my relationship and just my thought of Hugh as a person in my life really changed. Um and she wrote a book also. I'm actually going to read it. Um, it just so interesting. Um, wow. But cra- just crazy. That's insane. Crazy. <laughs> um, so that's what I've been watching. And what else did I watch? Oh, I've just been watching Real Housewives. I'm in a Real Housewives hole. Salt Lake City and Miami on Peacock. If you're not watching Miami and you watch the Real Housewives, I don't know what you're doing, dog. Because <laughs> that is quality, petty. It's like... Real Housewives at its best again. Um, they are so interesting, so funny. Larsa Pippen is on it. Um, she's doing back. her OnlyFans. She, we see her doing her her OnlyFans videos, the and feet pics, the feet pics, all of that. Um, and it's just really interesting, and it's great. Like they're having a killer knockout season for sure. Salt Lake City is really good as well and people are loving it, but it's like Jen Shaw was arrested basically on camera by the FBI, Homeland Security, and the NYPD. Mm. And this season (laughs) has focused on the fact that Mary's church is a cult and Meredith hasn't been honest with the women or doesn't like the women. Like, that's what they've chosen to focus on and not Not the federally indicted Jen Shaw. (laughs) That's my problem. That's my bone to pick. I just feel like you've lost the plot, ladies. You've lost focus. And it's really tragic. Like, you had all the makings of an amazing season and you're giving Mm -hmm. me, like, a six and a half. Yeah, they should have done it like Beverly Hills. Yeah, like grill like, her. Yeah. She's getting away scot-free and to the point that she has bones to pick with other people. And it's like, Jen, 
My love, can you talk about your indictment? She's literally, she, in the latest episode, she, they're on a trip. She's the only person that has brought glam. She has gifted every woman a diamond necklace. And she has planned this like extravagant party with like food and mariachi band. She's planning parties with the fraud money? While in the two episodes before that, her mother came into town and told her that she's emptying out her bank account so she can help her to fight the case because she has no money. And y'all are sitting here talking about Mary and her church. I can't. Because her church is any different than any other church in existence. How sway? How? I don't, I'm, I'm not... Huh? It's it does not, not compute. It's not making sense. It really, it's not making any sense. I'm so frustrated with them. Ugh, well, whatever. It's it's good, but it's not great. Okay. And that's it. Alrighty. So that's the TV segment of the show. <laughs> that was a long one. That but, is a lot. But we had to catch you guys up. It, it's a lot has happened. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. It is now time for tea. Tea time. Let's Cheers. Pink glass. <laughs> Pinkies up. Um, let's get into it. What you got? A lot has happened. Okay. A lot has happened. Let's Sorry, talk about like looking uh, at my my news. No problem. I mean, a lot of things have happened over the past couple months. Um, old news that we're not really gonna get into, but I feel like we have to mention it. MGK and Megan Fox getting engaged obsessed with the engagement ring obsessed with them i think they're totally sick and weird but like once again meaning well very unapologetic unapologetic about it so i have to like them like and then we drank each other's blood i just think like they're very strange but wouldn't you want to be that obsessed with somebody absolutely yeah. i want my man to drink my blood <laughs> right i'm here like babe what do you think like <laughs> would you drink my blood and like the the, hor- the thorns on the ring that cause yeah. pain when she takes it off like that's some like weird sick shit but like kind of into it right <laughs> not even gonna lie i'm just so here for the rock star couples like oh i love the rock star couples i need my rock star boyfriend mm-hmm. like come on babe like i want that energy i w- i love the vibe like i was on courtney's instagram the other night and i was just like this i just love this aesthetic so mm-hmm. much like i yeah. love that 80s grunge punk fabulosity th- yeah that the rock stars have and they're just like they're doing it for me yeah after scrolling through mgk's instagram i'm here texting my boyfriend like when you're getting more tattoos like we need to be on this step it up yeah like is that we... why you want the, the big tattoo now no i've always wanted tattoos mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> i was telling adriana the other day that i want like a big tattoo maybe on my side and she was like that seems so not like you but I've always liked tattoos, and I'm also a very, like, I don't take tattoos too seriously. Neither. I like dumb tattoos. I just think, like, get it, you know? Right. Life is short. Do yeah. Do the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just loving them. Congratulations to them. So sweet. So cute. Um, next thing I want to talk about is my queen. Your queen? Rihanna. Oh, my God. Rihanna is a pregnant. 
she's pregnant and it's so funny like forbes reported billionaire mogul <laughs> rihanna expecting child with rapper asap rocky <laughs> I saw that. Like, yeah, billionaire mogul lingerie and beauty, just uh, giant, giant conglomerate <laughs> queen and rapper boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, they really tried him, but honestly, like he has nothing going on. He doesn't even make music. He anymore. doesn't even make music anymore. And like, okay, this is what he does. He goes to clubs and he performs and i say that because i saw him perform at a club in miami and he barely sang he was drunk okay so yeah that that tracks i just feel like okay i'm very happy for her i'm very happy super excited i think the baby is going to be beautiful because absolutely whatever else i have to say about asap rocky he has beautiful bone structure he's a lovely man lovely looking man he's very good looking beautiful skin yeah nice hair Mm -hmm. that jawline is gonna look good on man woman or like whatever man woman child man woman child (laughs) um i'm excited to see and i feel like in a weird way they kind of look alike yeah like they have very kind of similar facial Mm -hmm. structures so i just feel like it's gonna be such a cute baby i can't wait yeah and i'm just happy for rihanna like everything she said like 10 years ago in interviews that she wanted is what's happening for Mm -hmm. her and i just couldn't be happier for her like i love her so much so happy for you queen Mm -hmm. so happy for her congratulations and speaking of the interviews i love how 10 years ago they were asking her oh what about kids what about a family life and she was like mm, i got some things to do first yeah and she did it she did it all <laughs> of that has been accomplished and now she's like i love you enough to do this so i'm gonna do this and i can't hate on that yeah her for that if she if he makes her happy if you like it i love it <laughs> you know yeah i think deep down she really is just a simple gal i think so too yeah she really is and for whatever I want to say about him, he does seem like he's fun. He does. They're obsessed with each other. Yeah. And I think it was a GQ article. Yeah. Yeah, they were talking about how much they love each other. And that's what makes me think, like, deep down, she's just a simple gal. Because he's, of course, he's a superstar. But he seems, like, very down to earth as well. He had a regular life before he became an yeah. artist. So, yeah. Yeah. All of that. Um... But the one thing I really want to talk about with this pregnancy is the non-announcement and how obsessed I am with it. She went outside and she showed the belly. Mm-hmm. There was no photo shoot. There was no press release. She didn't put on... That wasn't a photo shoot? The pink puffer coat? That was paparazzi shot. And they got picked up by people. Oh. She didn't even post about it for four days. And then when she did post, she just showed the belly and she's like, this is how we're pulling up to Black History Month. Like, so simple. So, like, non-fussy. I just love that she didn't make a spectacle of her personal life. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what's happening for me and it's not for your consumption until I want it to be. And even then, I'm giving you so little, you don't know what the fuck is going on. I just love it. Yeah. I was obsessed. 
I love this energy and I was thinking about it the other day when I get engaged, when I get pregnant, I don't want it to be this whole big announcement. I want it to be like so subtle because like uh, I feel like that's so much classier. You know, like, I don't need a photo shoot. And, like, no shade to anybody that does that. But I don't need, like, the whole corny thing. Like, no. And I don't want a video when I get engaged. Like, that moment should be for you. you, Not for everybody in Instagram. And I'm just starting to, like, kind of dislike that whole fake Instagram culture. One thousand percent. Like, my friend that um, is pregnant right now. She has been pregnant and we went out and we saw people from college and people were like, wait, you're pregnant? Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, wait, you didn't put it on Instagram. She's like, why should I have to? Yeah. Like, why would I do that? Live your like, life. The people that need to know, no. <laughs> they got the text. Live your life in real life. <laughs> and I just like love that. I want people to go back to just living their life for themselves and for their pleasure and enjoyment mm-hmm. and not to make a spectacle of it. Yeah. Like, we, your life is not for the consumption of strangers on the internet. And I just love that she owned that. And she's she's not even, she's just not explaining herself. And I just, yeah. like, love it. Like, say nothing. Give us nothing, queen. Say nothing. Give us nothing. We don't deserve it. We don't. <laughs> I just love it so much. I'm just, like, I'm here for it. Like, yeah. do what you want to do. Mm. I just, mm, I'm yeah. just obsessed. Mm-hmm. And sorry for being so anti today, but I just think, like, some things we need to... The energy of the year is no white heart. Yeah. Also, like, I freaking hate a corny caption. Yes. I'm so blessed that you chose me to be your mommy. Like, bitch, like, stop. Please. Stop. Please. Stop. Yeah. And and I don't like gender reveals. I'm not doing a gender reveal, not even for myself. Like, tell me what the gender is. It's a girl. Great. Everybody, it's a girl. Like, keep it simple. Yeah. I don't mind the gender reveal as long if it's like not a thing. Like what we did for Catherine. Okay. You know, you come over, you're with the family, you pop a popper. One mm-hmm. person knows, you pop some some confetti. Oh my god, we're excited. Yeah. I don't mind that. But if you're gonna make a whole party and a spectacle of it, I'm just like okay, now yeah. we're do- now we're doing too much. Now, now we're, we're doing too now much. we're doing too much. And I feel like it's so hard to make like uh, that chic, you know? It really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's very... I mean, it's... It's cute. But if uh, you're going for chic, you don't want not, cute. No. That's how I feel about baby showers. I feel like baby you showers can make are a chic. so corny. You can do a chic baby shower. You can, but I feel like most people don't. It's always cute and corny. And I just, like, fucking hate it. Ba- I hate baby showers. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Um, The next thing I want to talk about is actually more baby news. Um, Nick Cannon is expecting his eighth child. Ay, Dios. And this comes off of the heels of him tragically losing a child Uh, a a few months ago. I think it was two months ago Yeah, in December. Yeah. We were on hiatus at that time, so we didn't talk about that either. Yes. He lost his five-month-old son to brain cancer. Yeah. In December. And, I mean, he had a gender reveal party with this girl, Brie Tessie, mm-hmm. who is Johnny Menzel's ex-wife. 
Johnny Manziel is a basketball uh, football player. That's random. Um, yeah, so that happened last week. Nick Cannon said, you want a baby, you want a baby. Everybody gets a baby. Everybody gets a baby. Yeah. I just, like, don't understand. I, I mean, I've seen the interviews of him being, like, I have really, I'm really sick and I could die at any moment and I just kind of want to leave a legacy behind. I just feel like at what cost to the children and their mothers? Like, how selfish of you to have bad health and to father all these children only to know that you're going to traumatize them with, with your death? Hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting <laughs> point. Like... Okay, great. You're going to leave them in, in emotional turmoil without a father figure. That's lovely. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that's, that's not what? very nice. <laughs> like, that's how... I, that's literally what this is. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter that he can emo- financially support all these women and all these children. He can only be in one place at one time. He can't... He How hands-on is he with any of these children at this mm-hmm. point? How much care and assistance is he giving these women on a daily basis to help raise these children how much is he emotionally providing for their growth as these kids grow up like not a whole lot nick and if your grown ass doesn't understand that i just don't at what i don't understand it and i don't respect it at all another criticism he got was you know, you just had a child pass away and you're already welcoming another one into the world with another woman. You haven't given this time to sit in and mourn. But then I thought about it and I realized that if they already had a gender reveal, she was pregnant before or the the child passed away. Passed away, which means that he was having this relationship when his child was very ill. Yeah. Which is also like what and very young i think it's interesting how like as soon as he gets one woman pregnant that's when he moves on to the next yeah it's really fucking sick and disgusting in my opinion like yeah i want to hear from these women did you want to be in a relationship with this man or are you perfectly fine with him going off and starting families multiple families with other women i want to know what mariah thinks i'm sorry she was the wife she was baby mama number one she has the oldest children for him and i just want to know what she thinks of him like at this point yeah because it's like they might not be together but there's still some there's history there and at some point you gotta like when you come over to see the kids is she just like what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) what do you have going on what's going on like why like i really i need to know what mariah thinks yeah i really do i'm just dying to know (laughs) dying i would literally give anything to be a fly on the wall when she's talking about it (laughs) give us a tell all mariah no just kidding put it in a song um yeah very very weird very disgusting very Mm -hmm. not okay yeah, can we talk about Kim and Kanye? Oh, that's the next thing. We're gonna we're moving into the meat <laughs> and potatoes. Um, you have to say Kanye though, Kanye. <laughs> um, we every time we talk about Kim and Kanye, I'm just or the Kardashians in general. I have to like preface it with like I don't want to talk about these people, but it's like they. Oh, us, I do. They give us so much to talk about that we can't help but talk about them. No, I want. I want to talk about them. 
Um, so let's get into it. It's been a uh, quite a month with these two, and let's just start from the top. Kanye bought a house across the street from Kim, a dump for a couple million over asking just to be across the street from her in Malibu, and I understood that. I actually really like that. I don't want to be with you. I need you out of my home, but. I want you close by so you can be with the kids. We have four kids. You should be able to walk across the street for dinner. But do you think she okayed that? No, but (laughs) I don't think it's that... I don't think it's that bad. Okay. Let's move on. This is when he was dating his last girlfriend. Since then, he has started a new relationship. With Julia Fox. Julia Fox started on New Year's Eve in Miami. Of course, if you guys, I mean, everybody's familiar with Julia Fox at this point, but she's an actress, Mm -hmm. um, and I think her most prominent role, or at least the role I know her from, is Uncut Gems, Mm -hmm. and she's gorgeous. Yes. Body like a model. Yeah, bodied up. Yes. Baddie. Yes. I think she's kind of fabulous. I think she's absolutely fabulous. I am very much here for Julia Fox and this glow up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Troubled past. Very troubled. Baby daddy issues. A mother as well. Yes. But very on brand for Kanye. Yeah. For Kanye. Yeah. He likes the girls that are a little messy, but like gorgeous. Yes. And she fits the bill completely. Mm -hmm. She gives me Lana Del Rey vibes. Very much so. Yeah. She kind of looks like her. A little bit. Um, I listen to every episode of her podcast. I'm kind of obsessed with her. (laughs) Yeah. I listened to the one where she spoke about Kanye. Yes. And uh, her attitude towards this is like... I'm an Aquarius. He's a Gemini. Like, these are Aquarius, the Gemini things. Like We're just doing air sign things. Yeah. And, oh my God, you guys are pressed that he bought me an entire new wardrobe. Clearly, you haven't dated a billionaire. (laughs) Yeah. No, since I I haven't, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, girl. Sorry. I need to catch up to you. Teach me your ways. Honestly, I told Cece this. When I listened to that, I was like, Actually, I haven't been a billionaire, <laughs> and now that's on my bucket list. <laughs> like, I need to get on that. You're right. I'm not shooting high enough. <laughs> I need to get on that level. Mm-hmm. I, immediately, I was like, makes sense. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I shouldn't be freaking out about this because I should know from experience that this is what happens when you date a billionaire. So that's the new goal. New goal. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what was I gonna say about her? Um. Gosh, I totally forgot what I was going to say about her. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, so yeah, they have been seen. They've been in Paris Fashion Week. They have been all over. He's been dressing her. They did that article in Oh, I wanted magazine. to I wanted to talk about her past. Oh. Drug addict. Serious drug addict. Yeah. Pills, heroin, all the cocaines, everything. Very messy. She's been to rehab. She is friends with, like, very infamous party people in, like, the New York, L.A. scene. Party like, girls. if you know anything about, like, the New York party scene in the 2000s, then you know the name Leah McSweeney, who is now a Real Housewives of New York. And you know the name Kat Marnell. Kat Marnell, she wrote a book, How to Murder Your Life. Amazing book. Um, But it chronicles her childhood and her early um, days 
of like partying in New York and getting into her career. She was a editor at Glamour, Glamour magazine, I think. Um, and she's just her and Kat are very good friends. So once I learned that, I was like, oh, this is her circle. She's oh, one she's of those. Wild. She's yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could see Kanye just bad tattoos. That <laughs> energy like he seems like he loves a girl that's like wild and freaky and there's porn on and they're they're just like wild yeah you know and like and she said and she said in the podcast episode anybody that knows me knows that this makes complete sense right they're like oh you and kanye i see it right like okay yeah so for that i am here for all of this Mm -hmm. but now i've got some bones to pick Okay, tell us. And that happened, it's been happening over the past couple days or weeks, but Kanye keeps going on podcasts and doing interviews. <laughs> and in all of these interviews, he's very much like throwing Kim under the bus. And say what you want about Kim, she holds it down. When he was on Twitter calling her mom King Jong-un and a white supremacist, she ain't say shit. Nope. When he was freaking out and running for president and talking about how he wanted to abort North, she stood behind him and really was like, he does suffer from mental health issues and really kind of held him down. Yeah. Even though she addressed things publicly, but like was fully on his side. Mm-hmm. And for him to be on Drink Champs talking about how he didn't realize that the relationship was over and he was going to SNL with her and she's kissing other men in front of him and people are in her ear talking bad about him and... And he flew to meet Ray J to collect an alleged second sex sex tape. Right. And, you know, he's putting that information out there. Like, we wouldn't know that. No, he's a... He didn't tell us, but Mm -hmm. here he is telling us. Mm Mm-hmm. And spreading rumors that Pete Davidson is gay and has AIDS. Like, what? It's a lot going on. And I think it's funny that this this is going on while he has a new girlfriend as well. And what does she think about it? He's obviously not over his ex-wife and baby mama. Well, I don't think she cares. I think she knows, like, I'm in this for what I'm in this for. And when it ends, it ends. Okay, I can see that. Um... That's just the vibe I get from her. I feel like she's very realistic in that way. Mm. Um, so yeah, all of that has happened. And then she he was putting videos out saying that he he wasn't allowed to go to Chicago's birthday oh, party. Oh, the birthday party fiasco. Uh, supposedly he wasn't invited at all and he didn't know where the party was taking place. And Tristan is the one that told him. It was Tristan. I heard it was Kylie and Travis. Whoever. Who knows? Mess. Um, And then yesterday, he went on Instagram and took a screenshot of North's TikTok and was like, how do I get my child off TikTok? Like, what are, what can I do to prevent her from being in harm's way? And so... He didn't say it like that. He said, this is my first divorce. What do I do if (laughs) I don't agree with my daughter being on TikTok? Yeah, basically. (laughs) And that's when Kim was finally like, oh, I've got to say something at this point because this is getting crazy. Yeah, the past few weeks have been ridiculous. 
Um, so this is what she said. Kanye's constant attacks on me in interviews and on social media are actually more hurtful than any TikTok North might create. As a parent who is the main provider and caregiver for our children, I'm doing my best to protect our daughter while also allowing her to express her creativity in the medium that she wishes with adult supervision because it brings her happiness. Divorce is difficult enough on our children and Kanye's obsession with trying to control and manipulate our situation so negatively and publicly is only causing further pain for all. From the beginning, I have wanted nothing but a healthy and supportive co-parenting relationship because it is what is best for our children. And it saddens me that Kanye continues to make it impossible every step of the way. I wish to handle all matters regarding our children privately, and hopefully he can finally respond to the third attorney he has had in the last year to resolve any issues amicably. He can't even keep a lawyer. You can't even keep a lawyer, and you keep having my name in your mouth. Yeah. She said... Get my name out your mouth, nigga. And I am not mad at her for that at all. Me neither. I mean, it had to be said. There's only so much that you can take. Right. And on a public forum, like Kim, I I wasn't expecting that. Kim is usually very reserved, very classy in the sense that she won't address everything publicly or she'll wait to address things. Yeah, she does it all on the show. Yeah, she... Posted this in real time in response to Kanye. From the notes app to her story. So wild. So wild. But honestly, he is just out of control. Like, why aren't you tending her attacks? You live across the street. Walk over. But you're so wrapped up in everything that you have going on. You just had Julia's birthday party two days ago where you were buying her and all of her friends Bergen bags and you're complaining about North being on TikTok like why don't you just like go have dinner with your family and like discuss it there he can't <laughs> like what? Kim, won't, Kim won't let him know I don't know but it's very crazy it's very crazy it's just I also feel like he is in an extremely like manic state because of Virgil's passing and I feel like that is kind of like fueling a lot of this behavior on top of his Mm. already kind of chaotic behavior that's his normal baseline but he's also got grief in the mix right now that makes sense so I feel like that is fueling it not that it excuses it but I feel like it's like a "Hmm, okay here it here's that yeah that's a really good theory. I actually forgot about that. Yeah, I was thinking about that last night. Um, yeah, I just feel like Kanye, do better, my guy. Do better, be better. We've been asking him to do better as a collective, and he hasn't. So we'll see how this turns out. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they... I just... Somebody tweeted, and I feel like this sums it up perfectly and it was like um kim really thought that kanye was gonna humphreys this divorce what do you mean like she thought that he was gonna go quietly like chris humphreys and like that's completely outrageous kanye (laughs) kanye kanye (laughs) go quietly into the night no no not possible (laughs) literally not possible was never gonna happen not even a possibility Hmm. interesting oh it was um spencer pratt that 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 tweeted that did kim really think that yay was gonna come freeze this (laughs) that's funny very funny so yeah is that it 
that's all I have to talk about. I know. We were going to talk about Whoopi, but... Oh, Whoopi. Mm. I don't have that many thoughts on Whoopi. I mean, I don't think she should have been suspended. I mean, if you guys don't know about the situation, she... Made some comments on The View. Basically, she said the Holocaust was not about race. And she basically tried to say that you know, the Holocaust was white people persecuting white people. And so Which in that was sense, wrong. she doesn't believe that it was about race. It was about man's inhumanity um, to, like, treat their fellow man well or something like that. Yeah, which is wrong. Completely inaccurate. Completely wrong. She did not know what she was talking about. Um, but I think it should have been a teaching moment and they should have maybe brought an expert onto the show to talk about it and educate her. I think the suspension is like a slap on the wrist. And I was listening to um, uh, Andrew Schultz Schultz's mm. podcast yeah. with Akash, uh-huh. Flagrant 2. And they had Tim Dillon on and he said it perfectly. He said, either she said something crazy enough for you to fire her or she didn't say anything crazy at all. This weird two-week suspension, who is that for? Right. It doesn't make sense. I feel like it It. It was to placate like social media's need for like cancel culture. Exactly. But... I feel like even members of the Jewish community that I've seen like on TikTok make videos and on Instagram and on YouTube, they're all like, she was wrong. And but she she like a lot of other Americans and people around the world are just not accurately um, educated about the Holocaust and and everything that happened and surrounded that. And so this is a moment where they should have taken to teach her audience and her and the viewers like the truth behind it exactly not appease the people who are mad and suspend her for two weeks because that's just that's the best way to appease people yeah i just feel like corporations nowadays they bow down to twitter so much it's like where's your backbone like it 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 kind of like blows my mind. Another thing I'm watching is The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Um, and on The Bachelorette's um, like final after the rose reunion, nobody in the audience was wearing masks. And on Twitter, everybody was like, "Oh my god, COVID, 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 COVID." To the point that by this first commercial break, they were like, "We've given everyone masks. We've seen your outrage." Like. We understand, like, we are following COVID protocols, but just to be extra safe, we've given everyone in the studio masks. And it's just like, you have had everyone tested, vaccinated, and there's like a whole protocol to film on TV to ensure that nobody has COVID. Yeah. And you've gone through all of that because that's the only way you would be putting on the show. And because you've gotten like a couple thousand tweets, you've you've like bowed down to it and i just feel like how fucking pussy like i just feel like nobody has like the balls to stand up against like the mob that's like just talking like these are people that are just like on their couch like that don't have a horse in the race that are just tweeting whatever they feel and i just feel like bowing down to that like mob is it's detrimental in the long run. I don't know how 
And I don't know if we'll see, we'll really understand the gravity of that. But I just feel like falling to what everybody thinks you should do instead of doing what you know in your your heart to be right is just, it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. If you didn't know, we hate cancel culture. Now you do. Yeah, we're very <laughs> anti. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't like, if you're going to do something, stand in it. Like. Yeah, I agree. If you're going to say something, say it and stand in it. Say it with your chest. Say it like you mean it. You're right. And if there are consequences for that, then have it be true consequences. Don't do this like half-ass pussy shit. Yeah. I don't like it. (laughs) Okay, so that was actually the last thing. Yes. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the TVNT podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to us wherever you are listening, whether that's Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the places. And wherever you are listening to us, please leave us a five-star review. Tell us something nice. Only if it's nice. (laughs) And if you're watching us on YouTube, feel free to, to subscribe and to give this video a thumbs up. And we will be back next Saturday to serve up the tea on the latest TV and pop culture news. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in.